God morning listeners. Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. This podcast is absolutely essential for me starting my day. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and today I'd like to lift up two dear loved ones. Um, They're both undergoing an eye procedure today, coincidentally, but God has already assured me that they are fine and they will be doing their thing as soon as possible. Dolores K., God bless you. Dolly Mama, God bless you. Let me tell you, sometimes when you get something fixed, it is such a weight off your shoulder. So the road to recovery is laced with God's blessings. Can I get an amen? Let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus, you calm every spiritual storm. When tempests rage, speak peace to my soul as I put my hope in you. Amen. Thank you, God for coming to save me from the darkness of sin and despair. Help me remain in your light. Amen. Jesus, your death brings me life. Help me die in sin today and live my life through you. Amen. Loving God, Please make me more like you so that I can use every opportunity you give me to share your love with others. Every opportunity you give me, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for coming to rescue me. Help me to join in your search and rescue mission and to share your love with someone who needs you today. Amen. Amen. Jesus, because you have been spirit, because I have been spiritually sleeping, I haven't been praying. And because I haven't been praying, I haven't depended on you. I'm sorry. Please. Help me to spend more time with you. Amen. That prayer was for somebody. Father, please continue to open my mind and heart to grow in knowledge and wisdom as I read from your scriptures. Amen. 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 Developing a love of learning, listeners, especially about spiritual truths, that's what helps us to grow stronger in our faith. And those who have walked in faith for decades can continue to pursue knowledge of God throughout their life. Proverbs 1.5 advises, let the wise listen 
and add to their learning. God will never stop teaching us if we're willing to open our heart and our mind to his guidance and instruction. Father, please continue to open my mind and heart to grow in knowledge and wisdom as I read from the scriptures. Giving God, please show me places where I can give today. Father God, thank you for demonstrating your love and care for me despite the ways I do wrong. And dear Father, thank you for your extravagant love that rescued me from my sin. Please take all my fears and help me to trust you. God, you're the potter and I'm the clay. Mold me as you wish. Remind me that I am your I am in your skillful and caring hands. Amen. Stay right there, listener, in his hands, and I'll be right back. Listeners, let's talk about reckless words. Proverbs 12, verse 18 says, Reckless words pierce like a sword, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. How often have you had to apologize for something you said just because you didn't stop to think? You weren't trying to hurt someone. You didn't intend to be malicious. You may not have even been engaged in the serious conversation. But the reckless word slipped out. And once it was spoken, the damage was done. Jesus warned that people will, quote, have to give account on the day of judgment for every careless word they have spoken, end quote. Well, those are sobering words. But the answer to reckless words isn't to try to keep silent. Instead, the Bible says that we should seek to do good with our speech. The tongue of the wise brings healing. So think back over the people who have encouraged you. Think back about the people that have helped you over the years. Weren't they clear examples of this proverb? Remember, listeners, Jesus wants to be ruler over every part of your life including your tongue. Oh boy, let me repeat that slowly. Jesus wants to be the ruler over every part of your life, 
including your tongue. Commit it to him and ask him for the wisdom to know when to speak and when to keep silent. And how to use your tongue to encourage and help others only. Well, we know that everything is God's way in his kingdom. And this is indeed God's kingdom. Many intellectuals ask where our history is going. Is our society getting better and better? (laughs) Or will we end up destroying ourselves? destroying ourselves. Remember that Christ prayed, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's Matthew 6, 10. Someday that prayer, a prayer that you and I often pray, is going to be answered. The last chapter of history will not be written by any human leader whether it's good or bad, only God will write it. And write it, he will. Someday, when the human race stands at the edge of the abyss of self-destruction, God will intervene. And the way things are going, it may be tomorrow could be a month from now, a year, a thousand years from now. But the outcome is certain. The future belongs to the kingdom of God. And it's God's will, God's way. Don't forget, if you belong to the king, you are on the winning side. Amen. Let's cover another important aspect, the Holy Spirit. Now, this is from In Touch Magazine. And they said one of the three members of the Trinity is the most overlooked. Mm -hmm, That's the Holy Spirit. But it is co-equal with the Father and the Son listeners. And scripture tells us that he existed before the formation of the earth and participated in creation. Today, the Holy Spirit plays a critical role in the salvation, spiritual growth, and empowerment of believers. We are the believers. At the moment of salvation, God's Spirit comes to permanently dwell within each new believer. So God's Spirit comes to permanently dwell within each new believer 
at the moment of salvation. I love it. So that means we are all under this spell and all included in these blessings. God's presence within us isn't something that we have to earn or acquire. It's a gift to every child of God. His work is to transform us into the image of Christ and give understanding of scripture, convict us when we sin, empower us to overcome temptation, and for us to walk in obedience to God as he guides us throughout life. Listeners, when we yield to his leadership, we receive all the benefits of his work within us. Let me say it again. When we yield to his leadership, we'll receive all the benefits of his work within us. I'm raising my hand. And I think you know what that means. You should be experiencing the fullness of the Spirit. Now, we're never promised happy circumstances throughout life. But the Holy Spirit can produce joy and contentment within us. Can you believe that? The Holy Spirit. And that's probably why that's his name. If you're lacking in the area of feeling the Holy Spirit, They say pray for sensitivity and responsiveness to the Spirit's instruction and leadership. Amen. Remember, the Holy Spirit is co-equal with the Father and the Son. Amen. Stay right there. Oh boy, this is something we need to hear. God has a plan for every believer's life and he's provided talents, abilities, and circumstances to fit with these individualized goals. Mm -hmm. But God's purposes for us can be fulfilled only as we depend on the Holy Spirit. Now, I am reading this, and it does use the word only. Just saying. Too often, we try to tackle life by ourselves. And for a while, we may succeed. But in the long run, in the long run, self-reliance fails. It said God's purposes for us can be fulfilled only as we depend on the Holy Spirit. 
we cannot accomplish God's plan our way and in our own power. It simply won't work. In fact, being adequate in ourselves actually hinders us from doing what the Lord desires and it stifles our spiritual growth. Let me repeat that. We cannot accomplish God's plan our way and in our power it won't work. Being adequate in ourselves actually hinders us from doing what the Lord desires and it stifles our spiritual growth. Very interesting. If we persist in an arrogant self-reliance, we may have to experience failure so that we will realize how weak we truly are. This is very, very good information. Listeners, God lovingly breaks our pride by showing us that we are inadequate without him. Only by his strength and direction are we able to succeed. Only by his strength and direction are we able to succeed. You have to surrender to the Holy Spirit's control. And that's by acknowledging your weakness and recognizing God's power. God's omniscience and his wisdom. The Lord doesn't call you to live the Christian life in your own strength, which is a human impossibility, as it is written. Rather, he wants you to yield control and let him live his life through you. This is so thought-provoking and true. The work of the Holy Spirit, my goodness. Okay, let's God... Let us, let God whisper in our ear. You know you may not know where you're going, but I do. And when you're weary, feeling all alone and unable to take another step of faith, I need you to know that I am with you always, guiding you into glory. I know far more about the situations you face than you could ever know. I see your life from the beginning to end and every detail in between. Therefore, you can trust me with your future. I've brought you to this point and I will not forsake you. I've led you in. I will lead you out. Know that my wisdom and direction are all you will ever need for the journey of faith. And when I call you to walk upon the water, it's my power that will enable you to do so. 
So every situation you face is all about trusting me. So don't fall into despair over your overwhelming circumstances. Do not be tempted to let go of your faith and walk by sight. Come into my presence, rely on my still small voice to lead and guide you. Trust in my wisdom and power and rest in faith. Hold on to my hand. Such a good book. It's called He Whispers Your Name. It just melts me. It's beautiful. God talking to us. I believe it. I believe it. Psalm 73 verse 23. Yet I am always with you. You hold on to my right hand. With your advice, you guide me. And in the end, you will take me to glory. Amen. Let's just hold on to the Holy Spirit for another second. And uh, we'll be right back. Just hold on to the Holy Spirit. This is beautiful. Philippians chapter 1 verse 27. Whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Now, this is from Trusting God Day by Day, and it's 365 daily devotions. And it says, I know people who have been sick for an extended period of time and have the most beautiful attitudes. They never complain. They're not grouchy. They don't act as if the world owes them something. And they don't blame God or even feel sorry for themselves. But I also know people with the same circumstances who talk only about their illnesses, their medical appointments, how hard it has all been for them. And they're easily offended, bitter, and resentful. Every situation in life requires making a decision and about how we're going to respond. And if we respond, if we respond the way God would, then our trials will be much easier to handle. It's very important to know how to manage your emotions during times of crises. Most of us think, you know, I can't help how I act right now. I'm having a really hard time. And, you know, that's all there is to it. Well, that's a normal human reaction. But with God on our side helping us, we don't have to behave the way that normal people would. 
not normal people, a normal person, quote unquote, would. We know the devil's our enemy and his goal is to get us so emotionally rattled that we say things that will provide him with an opening into our lives. Raising my hand, sadly. Or he hopes he will make unwise decisions during painful times and create messes that we will have to deal with for a long, long time afterward. It's how horrible the devil is. And Joyce says, for years, she said, if I can hold my tongue and remain emotionally stable during times of difficulty, then I know I am honoring God and I am letting the devil know that he is not going to control me. And here's a quote, I am not where I need to be, but thank God I am not where I used to be, end quote. Wow. There's no doubt that it's more difficult to manage your emotions when you're sick or going through a crisis But hopefully, you will learn on working on doing the opposite. It's possible. Don't let circumstances defeat you before you even try to conquer them. Decide now that you will manage your emotions during times of crises. Trust that God is on your side and his grace is sufficient to meet your every need. That's all you need to know. Thank you, listeners, for coming to pray with me. I I don't ever want to stop, but we've got to end. Until tomorrow, come back and pray with me. Bye for now.